Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our log of claims so keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and... Uh, Shall we say... Winners are grinners. Winners are grinners, yeah. And um, let's be honest, the whole thing's not over and done yet because regardless of what happens in the lower house, the Senate's going to take weeks and weeks to get sorted out and I don't like the look of it already. Good morning, Campo. Good morning, Goanna. Good morning, morning Gorilla, morning. who's outside talking on the phone. Obviously consulting the uh, the Prime Minister about the needs of the uh, construction industry. Oh, he's still upset about Essendon getting robbed by Sydney. The guy jumping on the goalpost. The rules oh. say it's a free kick and, you know, we get robbed again. Good old good old Bombers getting robbed oh, again. You've got to have a story, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're on the Concrete Gang. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed on Community Radio 3CR. And it has been... Well, a momentous period of time in the last 48 to uh, 48 hours, I guess. Bob Hawke passed away. Bill won the election. And uh, Clive Palmer is getting away with blue bloody murder. Oh, isn't he a grub? He is, Jabba the Hutt is a total grub. You know, robbing his bloke, 70 million robbed. Taxpayer having to pay some of his blokes back, getting his blokes, his ex-workers to sign gag orders so he'd release money for their entitlement so they wouldn't talk to the media. He is a grub. And every chance of being Senator Palmer. Please. I reckon the uh, the important message for uh, listeners and rank and file to get out there is we've been under unprecedented attacks since Howard, since, you know, what, 2003, 2005. And uh, they've come specifically for this union time and time again. Our rank and file and our officials um, have 
had separate laws from the rest of Australia where, you know, interrogation laws where if you didn't give evidence, you, you face jail time and, and, and fines that only uh, continued going up as the Liberal Party got um, re-elected. Um, we've seen many a Liberal, par- uh, Liberal Party leader. I remember, you know, during Work Choices, we had Your Rights at Work campaign and uh, that campaign was that successful that the uh, the dinosaur they've been wheeling around, uh, that Grub Howard, uh, even lost his own seat. That campaign was was that successful. They didn't learn from that lesson. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a lot from the Labor, um, the two Labor, uh, I'd say, Prime Ministers uh, after that, that we did get elected. But uh, when Liberals were put back in, they had another shot at us, and it's been you know a continual attack. You record fines, separate laws, as I said, that our our members face to try and deunionise our industry. Um, and guess what? We've seen through what four of their prime ministers, or five including Howard, um, the election. You know, it looks at this stage that you know they may have lost a few key seats. They've they've lost um, their position of power. And we're still here. The mighty union movement, uh, specifically the mighty CFMEU, is still here. We're still, we're getting stronger. And, uh, and our members have hit the streets. We've, we've done a lot of campaigning coming up to this election. Unions in general have done a good job. It's been better than your rights at work campaign. Um, we just need to keep the, uh, the foot on the pedal now to make sure that uh, Labor aims up to the promises they're made and we get equal rights back for construction workers. We, we shouldn't be treated differently because we still are a militant sector and a militant industry and you, you still do have the strongest union in Australia because we continue to fight. Now, uh, now's the time to, uh, to, to pay the goods, I'd say, uh, because they wouldn't have happened without the mighty union movement. Labor wouldn't be elected without us. And just to show you how ironical it all is, on Thursday, last week, even as people, something like three million people that already voted in the poll, the ABCC came to the CFMEU office in Elizabeth Street and served more paperwork. Fighting for relevance, Warren. There Fighting for relevance. I, I heard Grubs that. never worked in our industry trying to change it, take away our entitlements and water them down. I heard they were looking for interlink forms to get their redundancy packages <laughs> sorted yep. on the way hey, out. Hey, don't laugh. They actually do have an EBA, I've heard. The, oh, yes, uh, they do they have do. an EBA. Yeah. And, and uh, they even threatened protective action at one stage, I believe. You've got to give it to the Liberals, though. You see how they, they've, the ghost of Christmas past, they bring in old Winston, you know. Yeah, yeah. Winston. Just... <laughs> it's the true story of the dinosaurs, isn't it? Fair Income. But you, you didn't see him reeling around, the, you know, the mem- ex-member for Moringa, reeling Tony Abbott around and Malcolm Turnbull, all their old Prime Ministers they could put... Yeah, he he might ha- be looking for Inkalink too, I'm hearing, <laughs> by the looks of it. And half their, half their cabinet's all hidden in cupboards. They're in, a, in Australian witness <laughs> or, protection. Or Don't say nothing. Or, or they've already quit. Anyway, folks, it's uh, been a big weekend. And yes, uh, Bob Hawke did pass away last Friday. And... I'm not going to be dishonest and say that uh, I was a fan of his. Too many of us uh, who lived through the Accord, who lived through the deregistration of the BLF, the attacks on the airline pilots, of all people to attack the airline pilots, and all the things that happened under both Hawke and Keating, we are still wearing some of it. I'm not going to slag him off on a personal basis, but the policies of those governments were a disaster for working people in this country. And one of the biggest things that came out of it is 
the accord and we're all going to get on together and we're all going to work together and all that happened was the trade union movement was, was demobilised, disarmed and basically went into its shell for too many years and it's only now fighting back because it has to, because there's an historic job the trade unions have to do and that is look after the interest of their members. We ain't going to change society like some people would like, but we're going to look after and defend the rights and conditions of ordinary people, and that's what this government has to acknowledge and do something about, because they can't say they haven't got personal experience of it. How ironic is it, Warren, that uh, you know the deregistration of the BLF uh, by, by Bob Hawke, um, how ironic is it that we've helped usher in another Labor Party, the CFMU, based off the principles and the fighting principles of rank and file of the BLF. So I'll leave it at that and just say that sometimes it's better off, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Correct. And just because you die doesn't mean you're a good person. <laughs> Every funeral I've ever been to, they are the greatest person ever. Righto. Moving right along, we do have to deal with the practicalities, and one of the practicalities will be the outcome of the Senate. And uh, as Campo said, when you've got the likes of Clive Palmer and those sort of people determining what happens uh, in government, we are going to have plenty to talk about over the next uh, three years. Righto, down to some local business. Money makes the world go round and Everyone's sit. ears just pricked up there, and they've heard nothing until you just said that. Money, <laughs> money. Give us your money because the Radiothon is coming up and the Concrete Gang will be going live to air on Sunday the 16th of June and that's only a few weeks away and we will be looking for people to, as usual, ring in and pledge some money and then later on the 8th of July, the RDO, which is on the 8th of July, there will be a fundraiser, as always, to... Uh, Help complete the process of raising the $18,500 we have been asked to raise by 3CR. So it's a big number that we have to meet. We usually meet it. I don't think we've ever failed, but let's be honest, there's a lot of people asking for support. There's been a lot of members who uh, have died or been seriously injured and money has been raised. Hundreds of thousands of dollars have been raised. And we will be going to the well again, and I appreciate that it's not easy, but boys and girls out there in the industry, we have done the business. If this was some other unions where people are on uh, 22 bucks an hour and not even lucky to get that, let alone their other entitlements, yes, you would say we've been to the well too many times, but a few bucks will keep 3CR on the radio and it will mean that there will continue to be an independent voice regardless of who's in power, regardless of who's in office, regardless of who thinks he's the Prime Minister of Australia. The issues go on and 3CR provides a venue for people to talk about the issues that affect ordinary people. So we're asking you, as always, to chip in and help us keep 3CR on the air. So the 16th of June will be the Radiothon. And the 8th of July will be the fundraiser. The venue and all that has not been 100% finalised, but 
by next week, I think you'll find everything is, is going to be in place and the tickets will be going out, etc. Well, you want to keep the best radio program going in Australia, you got to put chip in. Oh, look, without us, we're stuck with, you know, Jones. Oh, we got no. him covered, don't we, Alan Oh, Jones. please. 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 But with that, Nick, come on, you've got to jump on board. We're, we're the only ones who tell it like it is. We speak for the rank and file, so worthy cause. We don't want, you know, all the right-wing uh, radio stations to get all the, all the, uh, the airtime, so jump on the worthy cause, people. Righto. We might cut to a track, despite the fact that our... Uh, <coughs> Star is still outside trying to solve a rank and file problem. I paid for breakfast, so he's gone. Oh, is that what's happening? He's gone. He was. Oh, he was. He was on the phone out there, but he's obviously uh, gone outside to continue the spin. conversation. <laughs> right, we're going to go sweet home Chicago. go sweet home chicago with guitar matt murphy very good righto let's talk about uh, a, pr- a problem that continues to uh, haunt our industry and that's precast and precast as everyone knows is a whole lot of concrete wrapped around hopefully enough steel to keep it all together and it's lifted into place by cranes and if something goes wrong it's only one answer, disaster. Oh, and it is, to my mind, the luck of this industry beyond all expectations that there has not been some serious, serious issues occurring which result in serious injury and probably death. There have been deaths over the years, but how we've been so bloody lucky so far, I do not know. And at the moment, we have got some issues uh, like out at M-City yep. where uh, we had a problem. Yeah, the hollow core cracked and I mean, it's been removed. Yes, and uh, let's be honest, these were the floor planks as I understand it. Yep. Were being uh, lifted horizontally and to be put into position, Cracked beyond belief and uh, had to be removed. And that is a serious issue for everybody. I don't understand how it wasn't picked up at the uh, point of production. 
that's a big question. A lot of these they come out to you know come out to your job, your precast elements, and they're getting sent back. And I've I've had jobs before where WorkSafe said, oh, you can't send it back. It's a risk to send back, but it's a risk for us to take off the truck too. And it's you know, it shouldn't be leaving the yard. They should be doing thorough inspections of of the product before they send it out. But you know, we, at, at the moment, we, you know, the other other week we reported here we had ABD line about paperwork for their precast. And obviously, I've had I had a job at uh, Box Hill, and we sent some panels away this week. Or the safety rep did because they were cracked and broke. They've got, you know, the road cares up to his old tricks again. You know, Victorian Precar Solutions. Yes, 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 yes. They just recycle themselves. I think they're recycling some of this precast. Oh, that's it. You know, same dog, same tricks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doctor and paperwork, changing birth certificates. You get the panels there. You can feel the heat coming off them. That's how green they are. These ones were cracked, no good, and had to be sent back. All the lifters were cracked, and you know, and they take these shortcuts with precasts. But when you lift and precast, you've got tons and tons of concrete getting lifted up, lifted over a job. It, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong catastrophically. Bring on industrial manslaughter. Because the other thing is the public are not immune to all of this. It's not just simply a case that it's lifted over site. It's lifted out of the street. Oh, exactly. And, and it's put on trucks, you know, and delivered through highways, everywhere. It's... And the number of incidents with uh, precast on trucks over the years uh, would probably take up a fair few pages if you actually went through the incidents. I remember one day there was stuff coming down from uh, Shepparton, decided to go Racecourse Road straight under the rail bridge and there was precast from Arsehole to Breakfast. Was that Roquez? No, it was uh, Shepparton Terrazzo. But uh, listen, let's be honest, out of town, out of mind. It is a serious issue and always has been, but when you're getting uh, hollow core sections being brought in, which are clearly damaged to a major job, a multiplex job, supposed to be the top end of town, I think there's a, uh, a requirement on everybody. The, the builder, the principal subcontractor, the precaster, to make sure there is inspections before the product even leaves the yard. And you can go back to a number of years at different jobs where quality was required. And I know one job, which was the uh, City of Melbourne uh, office building in uh, Little Collins Street, which was a state-of-the-art, an award-winning design, all that stuff. And every day, the engineers went and checked the precast before it was even loaded onto the trucks to make sure it was spot on. And they had no incidents. And the, the precast that was done for that particular job was complex beyond uh, imagining because no one had ever done some of this stuff before and they made sure everything was absolutely spot on before it arrived on the job, checked it before it came off the truck and i got to say that's why it should be every time. However mundane some of the uh, precast components are, they're just floor planks or they're just a wall uh, panel or whatever. Every bit of precast is a danger because it's been held in the air by a crane off two lifting points. And there's been many times over the years where uh, health and safety reps and that have given the uh, panels a bit of a tap with a claw hammer and it's disintegrated in front of them. Well, you, you can see that footage we had of one of Roquez's on Facebook. You can put a pen through it. It was that wet. It was falling apart. It was disgusting.
Righto. Now, just a update on the PFAS issue. That's the uh, product from firefighting uh, foam, and uh, it is a problem not only for the groundwater, but it's also potentially a carcinogenic, which uh, has been identified from Fiskville with the CFA and from a number of uh, defence and airport facilities around the country where there is training taking place on a regular basis with the firefighters. Obviously, a thing that has to be done, but the product uh, that is being used, the foam that is being used, contains this PFAS, and there has been now an international conference which has elevated this danger to a much higher level, and there are clear guidelines being developed internationally to identify, measure and deal with the product which is already laying all over bloody Melbourne. Melbourne Airport, Essendon Airport, Moorabbin, anywhere there's been airport uh, firefighting training, anywhere there has been, as Footscray Road, training for the uh, Port of Melbourne uh, firefighters, all that product is laying around everywhere and the union has identified on the Westgate uh, Tunnel Project and also McConnell Dow's uh, uh, level crossing removal out at Aviation Road in Laverton, we have identified exposure. And I've got to say, it is very disappointing that the government in Victoria, its agencies, the EPA, WorkSafe, etc., are dragging their feet. They are dragging their feet so slow it is absurd. And no the amount of ex- there, Warren. And the exposure is continuing. And I've got to tell you, if your method of controlling the problem is to wait till it rains so it doesn't uh, get spread by the wind, well, that is no kind of abatement policy at all. I saw on the ABC um, in uh, Williamstown, New South Wales, they... The army base was full of and they used it there and has polluted some of the farms. This is how bad this stuff is. The farmers can't actually eat their chickens or any of the products off that farm because they're contaminated with PFAS because they're eating the ground. That, that's how bad we're talking this stuff is. And so bad that in Queensland they had to buy farms adjacent to the air base where the product was used uh, in firefighting drills and they had to buy it and fence it. So, folks, this is no small matter, and it was the subject of an international conference in Geneva. And watch the uh, media coverage of the CFMEU because there's a lot more of this is going to come out because there is a clear and present danger. Righto, 60 minutes. Obviously, just, yep, 60 minutes this week. Um, there was a story about the young, scaf- uh, the young form worker who died on in Sydney. You know, the family, my heart goes out to the family and she, you, the mum's campaigning and the father are campaigning hard to get industrial manslaughter in Sydney. And it all comes back to the builder was aware of the issues. It was emailed to him quite some time and no care was taken. There was three safety officers on the job. They all quit bef- leading up to there uh, the, over the period of the job. And this is the result. And we see it in our industry. So if you do see scaffold on your job, don't touch the components. If you're not a scaffolder, and if you see something wrong, call the union office or go see your shop steward and get it fixed straight away. We don't take shortcuts around scaffold because, yeah, the risks are too high. It, it's, you know, 
And uh, the gorilla is not with us because he's dealing with an issue on site at the moment, as I found out just a minute ago. He has come up with an idea which we will pursue, and that is that ties, scaffold ties, be painted a different colour, a high-vis colour for every job. So we'll have a standardised colour for ties and that that will be uh, help people identify where ties are and where they should not be removed from. Righto, we'll cut back to that next week. So scallywags, borrow plaster. Oh, borrow, ever since we've, you know, the boys down there won their EBA, borrow, all they've been doing is trying to, you know, they've had lawyers down there interviewing the blokes and now they're trying to lay them off, you know. Winners are grinners, and they have lost, and they're sore losers in a big, big down there at the moment. They're trying to lay blokes off left, right, and centre. It's no good. Cranmore Carpentry just can't get it right when it comes to the pays, and that's uh, the subject of uh, some claims that are going in. I'm going to name Clive Palmer because he's going to be a scallywag for a long time. If he's got a six-year election in the Senate, we are going to have problems for six years. I think our problem's bigger than that. I think he gets elected. Can't be too much bigger than Clive. <laughs> he gets he gets elected. He's the taxpayers have paid sixty million dollars yep. worth of his debts. He said he'll pay the the balance of it only if they sign a gag order. And as a backstop to try and save his nickel um, refinery up there, he's set up a shelf company in New uh, sorry in New, New Zealand, Zealand yep. to uh, threaten to to sue the Australian taxpayer and. There's simpletons out there voting for him. So, yeah, yeah no, I think that's our bigger problem, Warren. Yeah, yep, that's true. People that's vote true. for him as like a, tur- a worker voting, a turkey voting for Christmas. It was a joke, isn't it? It is. But anyway, uh, Austral Bricks is another one who's uh, blotted the copybook. Oh, mate, 60 Minutes. It was actually a good, good show, 60 Minutes, last week. Um, Austral Bricks are on there complaining if Labor get in and they lift the minimum wage and all this, they're, well, they're going to go broke and they're going to go all this. Just sooking about, you know, getting people getting fair wages and conditions, please. Righto. And for Sookie Lala, ABD, young Richie down at ABD, mate, you are unbelievable. Well, listen, I've got a last minute one. I know we had two hours before the show to talk about this. Kerry Ann Kenley. Oh, she was talking yeah. about the world is over. The the world may be over for old moles, but <laughs> the rest of us who have been paying and, and wearing the burden as workers, um, it's time to get a little bit of balance back on it. But, you know, if you're an old rich mole, maybe the, the, the world, as you know, it is over. But the working class needs a bit of the share and we're sick of wearing the burden for everyone else. How funny is it? How much they sooking up like all them Sky News, all them, they think the world's over. I think it's just a correction of where it should be. You know, workers have been treated like chumps in this country for far too long. Yep, but she was in tears, throwing the arms around the lot. The world's over as we know it. Righto, she can have a cry on uh, the shoulders of a few other people. uh, And uh, what are we going to do with Scallywag? I want to go Clive Palmer. Yeah, Palmer. He's the worst example. And the people who voted for him. Yep. Righto. And uh, Richie down at ABD. He's he's been mentioned so many times lately. He's definitely going to be the perpetual Sookie Lala this year. Righto. We go out in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare Dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you you lose. lose. Good morning from the Congress. Congratulations, everyone. And uh, we'll go out with a little song.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.